Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and if you're a pet parent, you know that our furry family members suffer from many of the same degenerative conditions that affect humans. Interestingly, dogs and cats in the wild don't tend to suffer from those conditions. And one of the reasons, in my opinion, is that wild animals are naturally grounded because they live outside. They're in constant contact with the earth. The animals that live with us in our homes, however, don't have the benefit of regularly making contact directly with the earth, at least not um, some of them. Uh, if you've ever heard of this term grounding or earthing, as it's also referred to, then um, you're familiar with what that is. But if you haven't, then a good description comes from an article published by the Journal of Environmental and Public Health, which states, emerging scientific evidence has revealed a surprisingly positive and overlooked environmental factor on health, direct physical contact with the vast supply of electrons on the surface of the earth. Modern lifestyle separates humans and animals from such contact. The research suggests that this disconnect may be a major contributor to physiologic dysfunction and unwellness. Reconnection with the Earth's electrons has been found to promote an intriguing physiological changes in the body uh, with subjective reports of well-being. Earthing or grounding refers to the discovery of benefits including better sleep and reduced pain, from walking barefoot outside or sitting, working or sleeping indoors connected to a conductive system that transfers the Earth's electrons from the ground into the body. The Earth is a natural antidote for electron deficiency and can provide animals with an infinite flow of electrons through grounding or making direct contact with the Earth. A few years ago, I did a really interesting interview with Clint Ober for the Healthy Pets newsletter. Clint has spent a lot of time researching how the Earth's electrical energy influences health. He has also spent over 30 years in the cable TV industry, grounding equipment to the earth to maintain the electrical stability of the system. In our interview, Clint explained that when we are grounded, the body is conductive, but when we put shoes on, we lose that conductivity. He grew pretty curious about whether the loss of contact with the earth was having an effect on human health. Clint started experimenting with a voltmeter that he rigged up himself uh, and he grounded himself while he was sleeping. And he discovered that not only did he sleep better, but he also noticed that within a few days of sleeping grounded, the chronic pain that he was living with began to subside. Next, Clint decided to design a grounding study involving about 60 volunteers. He developed a grounding planes, which is what he called small pads that the volunteers slept on. And by the end of the study, for the most part, the participants reported that they were sleeping better, feeling better, and having more energy. And they were generally feeling an improvement in their overall health. Clint's anecdotal study attracted the attention of a retired anesthesiologist in San Diego, and he and Clint designed another study in which they measured the circadian cortisol levels of a group of volunteers every four hours for 24 hours before grounding. And then they grounded the group for six to eight weeks, and then they took the same cortisol measurements again on the same schedule at the end of the study. And what they found was very interesting. Before grounding, the volunteers' cortisol levels were all over the place, but by the end of the study, all of the 24-hour circadian profiles were synchronized. They were all very, very similar. Now, these volunteers didn't know each other, and they didn't live close to one another. This result gave Clint a good indication that grounding affects the human stress hormone cortisol. In a subsequent study, Clint worked with an expert in electrophysiology and biofeedback, and they measured the normal biofeedback parameters for a group of 60 individuals. From that study, Clint learned that as soon as the body is grounded, it automatically shifts from a sympathetic state to a parasympathetic state, which means you go from a fight or flight to a calming, more relaxed physiologic state. During grounding of a human or animal, the charge is removed from the body. 
So for instance, with an indoor-only kitty, for example, that lives 24-7 above the earth, let's say that you're in a high-rise in downtown Chicago here, she can't benefit from the negative surface charge of the earth that provides this abundance of electrons that move very, very quickly to reduce the charge in her body. So her body begins to deplete itself of electrons. By grounding the body, we're able to gather free electrons from the earth that have the ability to combat free radicals. And this is especially important for animals that are constantly bombarded by EMFs inside the home coming from all sorts of places like wireless routers, appliances, and electronics. I liken it to pouring water on fire, and fire is oxidation. And when we connect the body to the earth, the result is, of course, a reduction in pain. But that's because we're flooding the body with these electrons. And these free electrons can be readily absorbed and reduce free radicals and prevent them from oxidizing healthy cells. So it's a win-win. Many medical experts suspect all disease is caused by chronic inflammation over an extended period of time. And we certainly know in the animal kingdom that that's true, that most chronic diseases have their roots in a chronic low-grade inflammatory process. Disease manifests differently in different bodies, of course, based on a multitude of different factors, including genetics and lifestyle, as well as the environment. But the underlying common thread is chronic inflammation. According to Clint, a contributing factor to this underlying chronic inflammation is a lack of grounding. In a study of young athletes, it was determined that inflammation doesn't manifest in grounded bodies to the degree that it does in ungrounded physical bodies. Another study investigated how grounding improves circulation, and the study confirmed that red blood cells also equalize with the earth. So they take on a negative surface charge, which is pretty cool. An example would be if you were to take uh, little magnets and put the negative ends together, they naturally would repel each other. But if you use the positive and negative ends, then they pull towards each other. And Clint was able to really prove after about 15 years of research and a dozen peer-reviewed published studies that grounding or earthing absolutely positively affects physiology. When we disconnect from the earth, our blood gets sticky and doesn't function properly. And sticky blood can't get into capillaries, and that means that we can't oxygenate our tissues or our pets can't oxygenate. And Clint really believes that this is another underlying cause of chronic inflammation, is we just can't oxygenate, or our pets can't oxygenate themselves as they would in the wild. As Clint pointed out in our interview, in 1960, 90% of visits to general practitioners were for acute injury, like infectious disease, you got sick, or childbirth. Today, a whopping 95% of all visits that we you know, go to the hospital for or the doctor are for stress-related or lifestyle-induced disorders, meaning something is interfering with the body's ability to maintain normal health or balance. Now, this is very true with pets as well. Uh, veterinarians will say 50 years ago they were having acute injury, dogs that were you know, injured or hit by cars or animals that caught an infectious disease. But now ask any veterinarian you bump into, and really all we're seeing, unless you're in an ER practice, is chronic degenerative disease. It's rampant. I would say epidemic. Now, city-dwelling pets are particularly challenged for grounding, and it's difficult to find a park where you can take your shoes off safely, and actually difficult to find a park where you can safely take your shoes off and walk with your dog um, to have the benefits of earthing, which means basically feeling the earth on your feet directly with no shoes, no socks, just you touching the earth. Needless to say, pets living in cities, and especially in high-rise buildings, also rarely or never have the ability to ground. To get the most benefit from grounding, ideally, you need to find a spot outdoors that you and your pet can regularly visit to just sit on the ground or walk, even better, but at least even stand uh, with direct contact with the earth. 
So my goal for you would be to try and spend 30 minutes to hopefully an hour at each visit just touching the earth directly. The first thing that will happen if you pay really close attention, now it's subtle, uh, but the most important thing that you can notice is that your blood, of course, will normalize, which can sometimes result in a little bit of facial flushing because of the, because of the increased blood flow. So if you can check, you know, objectively, think about how you're feeling, take a mental inventory of any pain in your body and score it from one to 10. And after about 30 minutes, you will probably be able to tell that your energy level is subtly rising, um, your color's better, and your pain, core, and your pain score could be less. And of course, you may even feel happier. Years ago, when Dr. Mercola started grounding himself, I asked him to please get me a grounding pad. I just wanted to try it out. I wasn't necessarily entirely convinced. So what I will tell you is these days I do sleep on a grounding pad and I also sit on one. I have a standing desk that I can convert to sit to stand and when I'm gonna sit, I will sit on a grounding pad. And during storms, it's interesting because my grounding pads are the most popular place in the house during electrical storms. And as soon as my animals can sense any type of storm brewing, usually, sometimes even a day before, but usually within eight hours of a storm coming our way, they'll start vying for spots on my grounding pads. So the kitties will choose my chair and the dogs, um, I have a king bed, but the dogs will lay on the side of the bed that has the grounding pad. It's only on half of the bed. So they'll all kind of crowd on that half of the bed, which I think is really interesting. Now, Clint believes that, that pets intentionally, knowingly seek to be grounded during storm activity because there's a buildup of negative charges that equals the positive charges in the clouds. And there's this phenomenon, Clint explains, called uh, with, when lightning happens, called flashover, which means the strike takes the path of least resistance. Well, if you are well grounded during a lightning strike, it means that you could be hit, but you'll have this flashover occur. And Clint really believes that animals know this instinctively. And because they know this instinctively, that, that they will intentionally seek to ground themselves as a means of not only safety, but probably physiologic comfort. Now, animals don't need double-blind, placebo-controlled studies um, to prove this. Uh, and you and I both know that the power of the wisdom in nature is oftentimes innately found in animals. So I put down a grounding pad. My animals go and lay on it. And I would tell you at the Becker household, that study concluded that my animals like that as a benefit during storms. Now, all animals, if given the option, will naturally align themselves correctly to the Earth's magnetic fields and ground themselves out when necessary. The issue is we don't always give them that opportunity. In fact, they even, uh, research will show that animals will even touch certain parts of their body to the Earth for specific physiologic benefits. And um, we can document that with wild animals as well. So if you have an indoor-only kitty, or if you live in the city and your pet never really has the opportunity to go outside and put his or her paws directly in contact with the earth, I do recommend that you invest in a grounding mat like Dr. Mercola's Earthing Universal Mat with Cover. Grounding pads can actually be tremendously beneficial for pets with noise or storm phobias as well, as well as for pets, senior pets, that rarely or never go outside anymore or for pets that have chronic pain. So for dogs and cats who live a really stressed or anxious life, this is also another opportunity you have to passively place something in your home that could be of benefit when your animals need it. I believe grounding can help not only manage chronic disease and inflammation in animals, but also help manage stress. And today's dogs and cats actually have a tremendous amount of physiologic as well as emotional stress, primarily due to inappropriate diets and lack of exercise. Now, of course, we're all doing the best we can, but the fact is the lifestyles we're able to provide to our dogs and cats really don't compare ideally to some of the many benefits nature would be providing, including the ability to ground. 
Now, of course, our pets live safer, oftentimes longer lives with us, but many of our pets don't get the benefits, for example, of consuming their natural diet or being able to stay connected every day to the earth. So a grounding pad is a nice workaround for your home if you're interested in providing that option to your pets.